You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 144. Hey, this month I'm talking about goal setting and we're talking about the new year. When we have a new year, we always have new beginnings and we have fresh hope and we're ready to take on the world and hit all those crazy big goals that we set for ourselves. This episode, though, was recorded on my morning walk. So I just want to let you know because there is some noise. There's some birds chirping. There's some uh, dogs barking and there's a little bit of wind. But um, if you know me, I'm always making an impact. And I just realized that sometimes I have things on my mind and I want to get them off before I come into the studio. So... When I have energy and when I have ideas, I want to get in and make a podcast episode. And sometimes, especially that day, if I'm not going to the studio, then I don't want to wait so long because then the magic's all gone. So this episode is all about actually investing and thinking about investing in 2022 because one thing that I know is investing. I've studied it. I've learned it. I spent years doing it and I have been investing in property and things like that for around about the last... almost 10 years. And I've learned a lot of things over that period of time. So one thing that I know is it doesn't matter how much money you make, it matters what you do with your money. And so when I'm mentoring, you know, so many wedding photographers and creatives, they're always striving to make more money in their business. But what happens is at the end of the year, you end up with no extra money. Now, because what we do, if we don't understand money is as our money increases, as our income increases and our businesses grow, so does our bills and so does our expenses and so does our lifestyle. So a lot of the times we spend everything we make, you know, and we don't really think twice about it. So the reason why I want to bring this episode to you is because I want you to think a little bit differently when it comes to your own money and your future, because really like the business is not the thing that's going to make you rich or wealthy or be able to retire. It's going to be what you do with the money that you make. And if you can store it away and stack it away and allow it to grow, it means you're going to have a lot more options and choices and you're going to feel so much more free in the future. And you can start right now. One misconception or one mistake that we make is we don't want to invest until we have a lot of money because we believe that starting with something small, maybe even investing $1 is just not enough to do something big. And I believe it's really important to do that because even investing $1 is an important step forward because it's going to teach you what to do, how to do it, help you set up your accounts, help you Be conditioned to think more about your money, even all those small sums that you have. And then as it grows, you're going to be able to continue to stack that money away. And as you make more income, hopefully you don't expand your lifestyle, you know, really fast and you start actually investing that money. So it's more sustainable for years to come. And if you're a creative entrepreneur, just like myself, I don't want to work forever. I want to get out there and I want to make some art. I want to go and do, you know, exhibitions. I want to do all the fun things. I want to go create some music and things like that. And that's for me. That's what I want to do. Now, before we get started in this episode, I do have coming up a three-day marketing workshop and it's called Marketing with Purpose. And if you do want to check it out, go over to jialong.co forward slash marketing. That's jialong.co forward slash marketing. And it's for all creative entrepreneurs, especially wedding photographers. Goes over three days. It's in January. And I just wanted to do a big boot camp, sort of the start of the year. So we can find more clients. We can learn how to organically grow and also how to scale with ads. So if you're interested in that, 
Head over to it. It's $9. It goes over three days, a couple hours each day. There's going to be a replay. We're also opening up the six-figure business map on those dates as well. So end of January, just head over to jialong.co forward slash marketing. Okay, guys, enjoy this episode. Have you ever asked yourself what's the difference between you and someone that's insanely successful or your next version of yourself? Roger Bannister, he's the guy that ran, he ran a mile in under four minutes back when even scientists said it was impossible. Everyone said it was impossible and then he did it. And within 12 months after he did it, another 18 people ran a mile in under four minutes. So how did that happen? Did people get more resources? Did they get rich overnight? Did they have better training? Or did their belief system just change? Now they believe that they could do it. Now with us, we like to think sometimes that we don't have enough money. Our education is not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not in the right area. We're not in the right country. We're not in the right state. We don't have the right president, like whatever it is. But I believe the difference really is your belief system. Now, today I want to talk a little bit about investing and my investing journey because one thing's for sure is, you know, I talk about a lot. You are as good as the five people that you hang out with, right? And you're influenced by the five people that you hang out with, the closest people that you hang out with. And so I might be one of your five. If you're listening to my podcast all the time, you're tuning in, you know, each week, then I would consider myself as one of your five. And it's important for me to have these discussions with you. So investing, one thing that I like to talk about investing is, look, when I grew up, like buying a house just wasn't a thing. I remember we were living in a government house and I remember the government actually offered my parents to buy the house we were living in for almost nothing. And they still said no for so many different reasons, but they didn't believe they could make enough money just to pay for the house, right? And as I grew up, like buying properties was always for the rich people, you know? And my family, especially my dad would always say like, you know, if you own a property, you're greedy. If you own multiple properties, like you're part of the problem. And so I grew up in this belief system that like it wasn't for us, it was for other people. Like we were poor, others are rich. I was disadvantaged, everyone else's advantage. You know, so all these things I had to overcome. Now, I'm sure you have these same belief systems and you're conditioned to believe the way that you believe. And it comes from your childhood, it comes from your family, it comes from um, the people around you, because they'll tell you, like, you can't buy a house or they'll say something like, it's a bad time to buy right now. Property prices are just too high. You know, it's a bad cycle. It's too hard to save. It might crash one day. And so you get fed all this information and misinformation, maybe from people that don't, they're not actually qualified to give you that information, but it creates your belief system. Whether you like it or not, it gives you a new standard of what you believe is actually possible. Now, for myself, I bought my first two properties back in 2013. And this was at a time I was an electrician. And I've got to be honest, everyone thought I was crazy. I remember asking... I remember telling my mum, my mum said like, you know, these, these were units, which are condos. So my mum said, if, it's, if it hasn't got property and if it doesn't actually have a lawn, you shouldn't be buying it. I mean, but she's never bought a property before, but this is advice that I was getting. Um, I don't have a dad, you know, to ask these questions. I didn't know anyone around me that bought any properties. None of my friends ever bought any properties, you know, back then. So it was really hard for me. And then everyone told me it was the wrong time to buy. You shouldn't be buying at the top of the market. 
property's going to crash soon. And so for me to go against everyone was so hard, you know, because I believed in myself and my own belief system because I was reading books and I was, and I was learning different things and I knew I had to take action. But to go against everyone is a really hard thing to do. Now, I know right now, like you, sometimes you may need to go against like the people around you, the people that you love most or the people that you deem um, to be intelligent and, and to have all the answers. And to go against someone is insanely hard. Now, I remember when I bought these two properties, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I, I spent two years like reading all the books and stuff, but until you take action, until you take crazy amounts of action and get out there and get scared and do something uncomfortable, like you don't really know. You can read all the books, but it doesn't really prepare you for what's actually going to happen. So I remember I went into the bank and they said, yeah, sure, you can, you can borrow a million dollars on a 5% deposit. You could do that in Australia back in 2013. I was like, okay, so I'm going to do that. So I went in and I, and I um, put two bids in on two different properties and I bought these properties but because I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know there was all these other taxes and, um, for me, unforeseen charges. And I remember I was out of hand by $20,000. So I put down my deposit, all the money that I've been saving. And, and then the guys, when I was buying my properties, I was talking to the solicitor and they said, you have to come up with $20,000 to cover all these charges. And if you don't, you're going to lose your deposits. You won't be able to buy the properties. Now, for me, that was really hard to hear because, one, I just put all my money into it. Two, I don't have family and friends that have money, right? And so really quickly, I was in a situation that I, was, I knew I was out of my depth. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm risking to lose it all right now. And I know it's like, you know, when you play the game, sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. But I did have a friend that I grew up with and um, he grew up in a similar situation as I did. And he's now a multimillionaire and he did it all through the share market. You know, as we were growing up, we were both electricians and we would both be investing and, and like winning and losing in so many different things, but always taking action. And I remember at the time, like he had a little bit of money. I think he probably had about $50,000 that he's been slowly um, saving up. And I remember I, I reached out to him and I said, hey man, could I, could I borrow $20,000 and I'll pay you $5,000 interest. I'll give you back $25,000 and I'll do it within the next couple of months. I just need to get across so I don't lose my life savings right now in these deals. So... It took a little bit of convincing, but he, he agreed and then the deals went over and then I bought these two properties and then I worked my tail end off and I paid him back as fast as I could, which was really fast. And, uh, and then I did it. I bought these two properties and as soon as all that went through, I, uh, I actually quit my job to become a wedding photographer. But buying those properties, even after I bought those properties, people still told me it was a bad idea, it was the wrong thing. I should see financial, an financial advisor should seek professional help. You know, who am I to buy all these things? You get all this imposter syndrome and it's incredibly hard because you feel like you're in a world, you know, where you're by yourself. I wasn't listening to podcasts where people were investing. I didn't know anyone, you know, that was investing. So I didn't have anyone to talk to. So I started listening to everyone else and, and then what happened was I actually went to a financial advisor. I was like, okay, so I better go to a financial advisor. Everyone's telling me to do that. And I don't know what I don't know, so I better learn something. I went to a financial advisor the next year and long story short, maybe I'll get into it one day, but, um, but they, they ripped me off and I lost about $30,000 through them. And it was, you know, maybe I didn't do my research right or whatever it is, but um, it was basically a huge con. They 
closed up shop a year later and then renamed and repositioned themselves as a different business, as a lot of them do. And I lost the game. I lost a whole lot of money and I lost the game. But you've got to realise, like when you're, on the, when you're on the sports field, right, if you're out there and you're playing football or soccer or, you know, whatever you play, hockey or something, like you don't always win and you don't always lose, but it's fun to play the game instead of being on the sidelines. And if, you, if you've never actually played the game, it's hard to give advice from the sidelines, right, until you're actually out there and you're sweating and you, and you realise like what it's like. So for me, like, it, yeah, I lost, but it, I didn't see it as a failure. It was just something that I had to go through. It's changed my belief system. It also made me realize I need to believe in myself more instead of taking on outside influences and, and giving control over to other people. Like I don't believe giving control over to other people empowers me at all. And I believe it takes the power away from me and then I lose control. And then when I'm out of control, then I can't control the outcome, you know? So that's me and that's my personal, personal story with it. But back then when I bought the two first properties, I wanted to buy 10 properties in 10 years. Now, that was my big unrealistic goal. And you know this month I'm talking about big unrealistic goals and things that we're doing. So I was like, I bought two. Then I quit my job to become a wedding photographer. I haven't made much money. I can't buy anymore. And I felt like a failure because, you know, the next year came along and I didn't buy one. The next year came along and I didn't buy one. The next year came along and I didn't buy one. And I felt like all these years are slipping past and my unrealistic goal was slipping away from me. And then something happened. And this is something that people don't tell you when you invest. I was getting more knowledge. My properties were increasing in value, so I was making more money. And then year seven came around and I bought another property. And then I bought another one, then I bought another one. And so right now it's year eight and I now have eight properties. And so when I look at that, I'm like, I've got two more years to buy two more properties and I look like I'm on track to hit my unrealistic goal of having 10 properties in 10 years. I didn't know that it was going to be two at the start and then all the rest in the last two, three years. I thought it would be one per year. But hey, we don't know what we don't know and I had no idea what I was doing. But I did have belief that I could do it. I had to stick to it. I had to keep going and keep going and keep going. Now, so many things have happened over my life that's helped me with my belief system. Another thing is like my friend that I told you about, I'm going to get him on the podcast one day, but he made, I've made a lot of money in, um, in cryptocurrency and in business and in property. And he made all his money just in shares. Now, when we were both electricians, we used to put in all our life savings in the shares. And I remember some days we'll be up $10,000. We couldn't believe it. And then other times we'll be down and we'll lose $20,000. And that's it, it's all gone. And I had to work and save up again and do it again. And for years, I lost so much money. I just kept losing and kept losing. And he kept losing, he kept losing. And he kept doing it and kept doing it. Kept going back to work, make some more money, put it back in, lose it. And I think sometimes we're so risk adverse and we're so scared of losing that we believe that people are gonna think that we're failures or something, you know, that we're never gonna be successful because if we lose once, then that's the end of it. But I think for me and him, we had this relentlessness that we just kept showing up and kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And we knew that one day it's going to pay off. Like all the losses with one big win, it's all going to pay off. Now, last year, my friend, he contacted me and he said, man, not only am I multi-millionaire now, like I've just, I just hit four or five million dollars. Now that's incredible. That's a lot more than what he's ever lost, right? And I, and I said back to him, man, I've been doing the same. Like, you know, I've got a multi seven figure business. 
Um, been buying properties and they're increasing in value. You know, one of them's even doubled in price already. And what's interesting is he doesn't know anyone that's done what he's done. And I don't know anyone. I, I personally don't know anyone still to this day that has bought as many properties as I have or done or ever built a multi seven figure business. Or I don't really know many wedding photographers that made half a million dollars a year just shooting on their own. Like I don't know many wedding photographers that have bought eight properties. I don't know many wedding photographers that have built a seven figure, a multi seven figure business, you know, with education. Like I don't know many people that have done the things that I've done or that he's done. But we've also gone against everyone all the time. I don't know many people that have made over a million dollars in cryptocurrency. Like I don't know many people that do these things, but I do know many people that have told me not to do it. Just the last week I went up and see my family and it's so interesting, you know, the amount of times I've lost money on crypto, on shares, on property, you know, being ripped off, done all this kind of stuff. Still, when I see people, I see, you know, family members and friends, I seen one family member and she said to me, yeah, Jai, like you've got some money because you're lucky. You know, you, you lucked out and you made some money on cryptocurrency, which is so interesting because I've been, you know, I've been on cryptocurrency since 2013. I've lost a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. I've done everything in between. I've done courses. I've had a coach. I've read books. I devour YouTube to learn all this stuff, right? And then other people from the outside that tell me not to do it. And then when, when it finally does pay off, they tell me that I'm lucky. And I think that's just the society that we live in. So right now, what I want to say to you, and the reason why I'm talking, I'm, I'm, sharing this podcast too because you are as good as the five people you hang out with so I want to share these things with you because I didn't have anyone share these things with me when I was starting out or even now I still don't have the people sharing these things with me but the second thing is look I'm not educated in this stuff I don't know investing but yeah I have imposter syndrome I don't know what I'm doing half the time but I take action and I believe in myself and that's what I believe in now right now your belief system right you need to believe in yourself. I know it sounds cliche to say, but it's so true. Because everyone around you is going to tell you that you're wrong. Or they're going to tell you not to do it. Even today, like I bought a couple of properties. I bought um, two properties in the, in the last three months. And both those properties, I told my friends, I told a few, few people around about them. And they're not in the best areas to a lot of people. And not one person said that's a good idea, you should do that. Everyone said it's a bad idea, bad area, shouldn't do it, bad time bad economy, you know, there's COVID, there's this, there's that. I couldn't believe it. And one of those properties has already doubled in price. I only bought it two months ago. It's already doubled because I see an opportunity because I believe in myself and I know my capabilities, my own self-beliefs. But other people, they don't see those things. So you need to be so strong that you can listen to everyone giving you the advice, you know, that keeps them in their lane. But you need to understand that Maybe you can do more. Maybe you have more potential than what other people see in you. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you've got more potential than what you see in yourself. I don't know. But you must know that the difference between you and anyone else is your beliefs. It's not your education. It's not your opportunities. It's not your money. It's not your race. It's not your religion. It's not where you grew up. It's not the postcode. It's not the zip code that you grew up in. It's none of those things. It's not your education. It's not your knowledge. It's not how smart you are. It's the belief system that you have, and that's built from the people that are around you. All the things, all the input that you have is going to equal the output. And if everyone's always telling you, no, slow down, you shouldn't, you can't, you're too stupid. If people are always telling you those things, it's a bad time, 
bad economy, bad president, bad weather. If people are telling you those things, what's going to happen? Hey, man, life's full of bad, isn't it? We always concentrate. There's so many things we can concentrate on, and it makes our reality. And if you concentrate on all those things, I remember back in 2013 when I was trying to buy these properties, if I talked to any of my friends, anyone, they all told me, and this, is, this was mainstream news, property is too, it's too high, it's overpriced. If you eat avocado on toast, if you go to, uh, if you go to a cafe, you'll never be able to afford, afford a house. And everyone concentrated on what they couldn't afford, everyone. And they just said, like, you'll never be able to do it. And for me, like, I mean, you know, I, I grew up, no money. I'm the person that shouldn't be able to ever buy a property. Right, But I never listened to them. I never believed them. I'm like, yeah, man, I know there's a way. I know it's incredibly hard. I know. I understand. I acknowledge it's hard. And I haven't done it yet, but I will do it. I know that I can do it. I just don't know how. Right? I don't know the steps, but I don't need to know the steps. I need the belief system that I can actually do it. And so I think about that. I think about that all the time. I don't know how. I know that I should. I know that I can, I can summon the power, the knowledge. I can leverage other people's knowledge. You know, I can get the money from the bank. You know, there's always a way. If you got a will, if you can use willpower, there's always a way. So it's interesting because like, I had big unrealistic goals when it comes to property. And I've got eight properties now. And what's, what I find really interesting about that is I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yes, I'm well rehearsed in the, and I, I've done it in so many different ways. But because it's such a mystery to everyone, I still feel like, man, is this actually as easy as I think it is? Is this actually working? And then I'm like, am I just lucked out so much that I just keep repeating and repeating and it keeps working and working? One really cool thing is um, in 2022, I'm going to do more masterminds on, on investing. And I did one last year and two people from that mastermind inside the six-figure business map because I've been talking more about money and investing and stuff because I realized no one in our industry knows this stuff. There's not one other person I don't, I don't believe in our industry as a wedding photographer has ever bought eight properties. I just don't believe it or, you know, done these things, right? So I'm like, I've got to share these things because this is, this is something that makes me really unique. So I did, I did a mastermind. I showed people how to buy property and two people went and bought investment property and they've already increased and they, they've told me, they jump on my Instagram direct messages and they're like, John, you've changed my life. I've actually, I never thought it was possible and I actually did it. And so... Yes, I only helped two people do it, take action. But how incredible is that for me? Like, that's insane, right? So I know how important it is to share. Now, with property, there's so many misconceptions. And I'm not going to talk about how to buy property and all this kind of stuff. But there's so many misconceptions because property really is, like, it comes down to, um, to investing. Not being a landlord, because being a landlord's job, but investing. And a lot of us, we think if we go buy ourselves a house to live in, we're going to make money. But your house, your home, that's not an investment. That's not investing. That's a liability. You're buying something to live in. You have to pay the maintenance. You've got to pay the interest. You've got to pay the rates. You know, you've got to pay for all those things. You've got to pay the taxes. There's no tax break. It's, it's simply not an investment. You don't actually make money from it. And I know that's hard to, you know, that goes against popular belief and everything else, and I, and I talk about this in my masterminds. So investing is completely different because investing, it should be you making money, not trying to save money, making money, passive money, and then outsourcing all the things. So, you know, if, you, if you're going in and you're, and you're like fixing the toilets or changing light bulbs and stuff like that in the houses that you buy, then you are just a landlord, and that means you are putting in money. 
I mean, you're putting in time, which means it's a job, right? Or it's the same as if you buy properties and you start, you start um, renovating them and then flipping them. Man, that's not investing. That's just a job. You know, it just pays differently. It's a different structure, but it's just a job. Like we need to understand what investing actually is, not just a job. But property, all these things like, and if you, if you can hear me right now, I'm, I'm literally just going for a walk with my dog and, I, and I'm just thinking about these things because I'm talking about goal setting right now. Um, it's the end of the year, I'm talking about goal setting. And um, I think about all the problems that I'm buying right now, all I'm trying to buy and, and my huge goals. I have massive goals. In the, you know my goals, they're so big and unrealistic that I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if this is gonna be possible. I don't even know how, I don't know how, right? I'm always in this space. I don't know how this is gonna happen. But I think it's so important to be in that space where you're taking uncomfortable action on doing these big uncomfortable things and it, it expands what you believe is possible. And, and that's why you can outgrow anyone. That's why you can outgrow yourself and what you believe, your own potential. Oh man, I don't need to do that chart. This is actually an overstretch. This is no, most people are way under this, but we like to tell ourselves this to make ourselves feel good. But most people are three months away from being bankrupt. So if you made no money right now, your partner made no money right now, you just closed down everything and you're renting your house or you're living in your house, you're going to pay your mortgage back. Most of us, three months savings is what we have and then that's it. So you've worked your whole life and you have three months savings. I mean, you worked your whole life and you probably have less money now than you did when you were first born because you got credit cards, you owe money to the bank for your car, for your house. So you're actually negative money, which that blows my mind. We have less money now than when we were born at zero, right? You got debt for education, you know, debt for the nice new TV, the nice new MacBook Pro, whatever it is. But your business is not going to make you wealthy. It's not going to make you rich. So a lot of people, they see my business and they go, oh, Jai, it's making money doing these things. But where the wealth comes, where the riches come, it's what you do with the money, not the money that you make. Cash flow is absolute king. It's, it's queen, 100%. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. You need cash flow. And that's what business is about. Business is cash flow. And then you need to put it into assets because that's where your money is. Not only do you keep your money then, you can actually grow your money, multiply your money, right? So for instance, like the reason why I bought so many properties in the last like years, because my business is making a lot of money. I don't spend money on, I don't buy a new car. I don't buy new shoes. I don't buy new jeans. I don't buy, I don't buy anything, right? Nothing for myself. I just simply stack the money into assets as fast as I can. The ones that I know are going to grow so I can keep that money forever. But they also, it's also going to pay me dividends. It's going to pay me, pay me rent. So the difference is, if my business goes out of business in three months' time, then I still get paid rent forever. And the rent only increases. Right? So if I own eight properties, and if, if they're actually making more money than they cost me, in terms of like paying off the interest, it means I'm actually... Then I'm good forever. Now, that's where real wealth comes from. And it doesn't matter. Like... I think for my properties, because I'm only just starting, it's probably positively geared, like maybe only $500 a week or something. So $500 a week after I pay off everything, that's how much I'll have forever and it just does increase and it increases. So I need, obviously need to buy some more properties and that's what I'm doing right now. But I want you to think about this, just so you are woke and you understand it, that no matter how hard you hustle, no matter you know, how good your website is and no matter all the things that you do, Understand that if everything stops tomorrow, if COVID hits and things stop, you know, and you get in lockdown, then, and if you haven't set up anything, you, you're going to go out of business. You've lost your money. And unless you go get a job, but there's nothing else you can do. So use your business 
and your time now to keep growing your business because you need as much cash flow as possible, but to save the money that you make, to have a legacy, like for your kids, for like whoever it is, you know, for your future. If you want to go and travel more and you want to go and do all these things that you see people doing, then remember, don't spend the money. Like stack it into an asset, save as much as you can, put it into shares, put it into crypto, put it into property, put it into things that bring back the money. Because you don't need to go spend money on yourself all the time. Like you don't need the new camera and you don't need the new things. Like put it into education. So you're leveling up, learning these things, learning all the things that you need so you can create more cash flow in your business without putting in more time. And then you stack all that cash flow and you use it to buy assets. And then what happens? You lose your job in a year's time. You got some assets that keep paying. And you're like, oh, well, I can still pay rent at least because I have cash flow coming in from assets that I bought last year when I, was, when I was working my tail end off, you know, shooting 50 weddings a year or whatever it is that you do. So I just want to finish on that because I think it's just like a bit of a bomb, need to drop it. But a lot of people, they see me maybe and they go like, oh, Jai, he's just making money because he's got, you know, he's selling journals or like things like that. But I do all the things I do to keep bringing in cash flow. But the way that I build my wealth is I stack it into properties, I have it in crypto, I put it in shares, I invest every dollar that I make and I invest it before tax as well so then I have tax breaks and I can pay less tax as well. So then that way I can keep growing my wealth. And yes, it's a short, you know, like you've, you've got to sacrifice the short term pleasures like you're not going out and, and having big nights out or like you know i'm not going to go buy a watch or do something like that because because i know that if i did those things and if work dried up right now i have about three months and then i'm all over right you see i, I think i think times like covid a lot of people focused on the wrong thing but for me like i looked at that and i'm like i hope that's a wake-up call for people to educate themselves on finance because if you didn't, you can see how quickly the economy can stop. You can see how quickly your, your work can stop. You can see how quickly that we go into lockdown and then it's all over, like nothing happens, right? And so if you're like that, isn't that enough for you to go like, oh wait, this system's broken. I need to change up what I'm doing. And to be honest, I need this cash flow that I'm getting now so I can stack it somewhere. And trust me when I say, like, I know people, like, I've got one friend, he's actually a multimillionaire, and he makes $45,000 a year, and every year he saves his money and buys another property, and he's been doing that for the last 10 years. He only makes $45,000 a year, right? And so many people that I know, they make, you know, $45,000 a year, and they say, like, Jai, I don't make enough money to be able to buy a property. I'm like, well, I actually think you're wrong. But you haven't prioritized it. You haven't learned the things. You haven't educated yourself. You haven't been obsessed with it, right? And the cool thing is I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about working more or working harder. I'm actually talking about working less, working smarter, okay? Because if you can stack the money into, into an asset, man, you've got money for life. Like it's there forever. One crazy thing is for the last 10 years, right, this might blow your mind. For the last 10 years, if you think about now for yourself, and I might be wrong about whoever, you know, I might be wrong about most people, but I bet you you don't have the most of the money that you have, that you have made in the last 10 years. Like most of the profit that you've made is probably not sitting in your bank account because each year we spend the money, we go on a vacation, we do all the things, and then all the money's gone, right? 
But what's crazy, and I was talking to Lilu about this the other day, and I was like, Lilu, do you know the reason why we have money? It's not because I have, you know, a successful business and stuff. It's because in the last 10 years, every dollar, every bit of profit that I've made, I still have it. Like, I never got rid of it. I never spent it. I put it into a property. I put it, I've invested it somewhere. So every single time I bought another property. So if I made 50,000 one year, I bought a property. And now I still have that 50,000 in the property and the property has increased. So I've actually doubled that money. So I've multiplied my, all the money that I've made in the last 10 years. So then it compounds and compounds and it grows and it grows. And so while some people, you know, will say like, geez, it's a surprising Jai that you're, you're now a multimillionaire. And I'm like, man, well, it's not. Because if you just save and you stack that money and you, and you invest it somewhere, you know, every single wedding that I've shot, I think about it all the time. Like, man, so glad I shot that wedding. Like, yeah, I only made like $1,500 profit, but I still have that $1,500. You know, I didn't spend it. I, I was the one, well, everybody, you know, when I was on top of my game as a wedding photographer and everyone's talking about upgrading to the new cameras and all that kind of stuff, I would always buy everyone secondhand cameras. You know, never bought new iPhones, never upgraded. I always bought, you know, secondhand lenses, secondhand everything. Because to me, I was like, man, it, it brings me, it's not bringing me any further forward in my career or in life or with my artwork or anything by buying all the new gear. It's just not doing anything for me. In fact, it's probably going to give me more anxiety because now, you know, if, if everything stops tomorrow, I won't have enough money. Sorry about all the birds. I just wanted to finish on that. I hope that's, um, gets you thinking a little bit different. I just want to change your mindset because it's so important to, to think about these things. And this is like one of those conversations. If you're getting triggered by this, if you're, you know, thinking a little bit differently by this, it's because you probably haven't had these conversations before. And that's why I'm here. That's why you're listening to this podcast, because now you are in a room with someone that thinks differently, that probably works differently, has a different mindset, and you are as good as the five people you hang out with. So if you do want to build wealth, if you want to have a legacy, if you want some more freedom, if you want more choices, if you want a new belief system, then these are the things you got to listen to and these are the things that I have to share, even though I know I'm probably going to get a little bit of hate for, from someone for something like this. But I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you for listening to Jai Long and I'll see you next week. <laughs>